Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to Talking Baddies. My name is Leah. This is Lexi. Hi. Hey, Lexi. Hi, Leah. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm so good. Hi, Koa. This is Koa. This is my Koa, dog. Turn around for the camera. She's camera shy. <laughs> Okay, so my question for you today is a good one. Okay. <laughs> I've been excited about it. Which body part do you wish you could detach and why? Detach? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> do you want to really know my weird. answer? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's going to sound bad at first, but you have to like listen to my reasoning, okay? Okay. My crotch. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. So I can go to the bathroom without getting out of bed. Interesting. Yeah, or like give it to my boyfriend to take with him when he goes to the bathroom to release my my bladder. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. Because I always get in bed and then I have to pee, like instantly. Yeah, and you just lay in bed think, oh, I wish my I wish crotch I could just detach. detach. <laughs> it's everyone's wish. Go pee for me. <laughs> Yeah, that was my first thought. It's not like, oh, I wish I didn't have to pee right now. It's, <laughs> I wish I could cut my body into thirds. <laughs> and send it on its way to take care of business. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's like wishing we had a backyard for Koa. It's kind of the same thing. Oh, yeah. So you didn't have to get ready and put your shoes on and walk or like her. we could send our crotch out to take her on a to go to the bathroom not that just your crotch <laughs> like your legs That's a, maybe yeah, i would pick the crotch too okay. to send koa out to go to the bathroom so you could go with her to no the no no <laughs> just so i could stay in bed but you need your legs to how are you getting to the bathroom just the crotch. <laughs> well, my just my crotch is walking go outside. <laughs> your crotch doesn't have legs. How is your crotch getting from the bed to I'm the bathroom? I'm giving it to Michael <laughs> to go. But That's what? a good point. I do need legs if I want to do it without Michael there. Yeah. Or he doesn't want to get up. You got to think this through. So just legs. like you would detach right here. From the hips down. Yeah. As long as my bladder can go. I don't know where my bladder sits. I'm I think it's pretty it's low. Pretty low, <laughs> yeah. In like your pelvic area. Yeah. So yeah, I think I would definitely. Okay. And then. Walk, walk, walk. Okay. Yeah. Same here, but for Koa. Okay. 
We do it for our dog. <laughs> that was a good question. Thank you. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, yes. I have to know what Lexi would say. And I just copied you. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of disappointing. <laughs> I wish you were more original. Well, I helped you with your answer. You did. Make you it more me. logical. Yes, because <laughs> logic is important here. <laughs> Okay, so today we are talking about how to have a healthy relationship with exercise and working out um, because we both struggle with that to this day. Still, it's still hard to find the balance of, you know, you want to work out and be healthy, but how do you do it without having an unhealthy mentality towards it? Mm-hmm. We grew up playing sports and I think that has had an effect on how I view working out too, just being around it so much. Yeah, it's like an expectation as a young athlete. It's a normal part of your life and you have a coach who's pushing you to do these things. Like you have an obligation to mm-hmm. the sport and to your teammates and to your coach. And then once you're away from that kind of environment, then it's all on you to provide the obligation, the accountability, the motivation. To exercise? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was really, it was for an obvious purpose before, but now it's like my, I feel like I switched my purpose from just, I want to do it to get better at basketball or lacrosse to now my, when I work out, it's to like get skinnier. Mm Mm-hmm. To get smaller or fitter or get more muscle mass or... So I want to... I know that it's important, but um, I really want to be able to do it in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Like change your mindset? Yeah. Growing up, do you feel like you had that in the back of your mind? I feel like I did this. Like I knew the results of me working out constantly, playing sports, would be I would like stay fit and look fit. And be in shape, you know? Yeah. Like, that was one of the reasons I, I would say I played sports was because it, like, I, I don't know. Do you feel like that? You had that in your... Um, I think it was definitely... I was still very insecure growing up, and I still felt like I had a lot of weight to lose, even though I was incredibly active. I do feel like I remember having thoughts like, thank God I'm an athlete, because otherwise I'd be huge, because I love eating food, and... I don't know, but I I never I never once throughout high school and middle school felt like I was fit and in good shape. Really? Yeah. Even though you just played sports constantly. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I still always just felt like I had so much weight to lose and would compare myself to my teammates and was just always um, trying to shrink and I was never good enough for myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's your fault. It's all because of me. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's just something I've dealt with (laughs) for a long time. So, but it's interesting that, like, on the flip side from your experience, it was, like, exciting for you because you knew you were being, like, it helped you stay small and, like, in shape. Yeah. It was like, oh, if I stop this, that's not going to be good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and I always dreaded the day that I stopped playing sports because I was like, I'm just going to blow up like a balloon. Like, I'm going to be so unhealthy and not having a coach to push me or this reason to work out, it's going to be 
it's gonna suck when I don't have this anymore. And so after college, when I was done playing sports, I really, really leaned into weightlifting and like pursuing that as a sport. I, for, for a small minute there, I wanted to be an Olympic weightlifter. So it was kind of my new direction that I wanted to go after not playing sports anymore. And I had a trainer for a minute and then I stopped doing that. And then I got really into bodybuilding and I did that for a minute. And I think I've just gone through all these different phases of like having something, giving myself a reason to work out instead of just doing it because I know it's good for me mm-hmm. and like finding ways to enjoy it like it's always been like trying to achieve something great yeah and not just about doing something good for myself yeah. and I feel like it's I took it on as like my identity too growing up like I'm yeah. an athlete yeah like, this is basically everything I am you know yes a hundred percent yeah I feel like I really struggle with that because with being insecure, I kind of latched onto being an athlete as a part of my identity because to me it proved to everyone, and I've kind of talked to you about this, it like proved to everyone that I was fit and that I cared about my health and I was active. So someone couldn't look at me and think I'm fat because obviously I'm not because I'm an athlete or like I don't know how to explain it. I don't know. Like, in a way, that makes sense. But I wanted to be a personal trainer trainer for a while, and I've had to really step back and ask myself why. And I think it's because I've just always viewed personal trainers as the epitome of health. And if I was a personal trainer, then my peers would look at me as the epitome of health, and they wouldn't be able to say I'm unhealthy Mm -hmm. and living an unhealthy lifestyle. Like, that's always been really important to me. And I've... I haven't worked out in like like seven months now. Mm-hmm. I've really had to like detach myself from that because I just couldn't do it in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I could at least. So do you feel like you wanted to convince yourself too that you were like an athlete or was it more like for other people you wanted to? Yeah, I think I definitely was trying to convince myself too that, um, yeah, that I was an athlete. Um, because my self-esteem always been so low. Mm-hmm. It's just something that I took pride in and was, yeah, yeah, I'd say yes. I don't remember how you worded if it was a yes or no question, but I yes. don't remember. <laughs> I think, like, right after high school, too, just, like, once I was done playing sports, it was hard to, like, figure out who I was, you know? Yeah. Like, having that taken away, it's like, okay, well, who am I? <laughs> so, yeah, I can relate. Yeah, and you you played lacrosse at UVU for a minute, mm-hmm. didn't you? Yeah. How long did you do that for? I think like two seasons. Dang. Maybe. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, was that the last like collegiate sport you did? Mm-hmm. What did you start doing after once you had sports no longer? Sports no longer. I think I just started like working mm-hmm. nonstop. And going to school. Oh, and playing soccer, like, casually. Yeah, you do the co-ed soccer. You've been doing that for a while, I Mm -hmm. feel like. How do you feel like your relationship is with that? Oh my gosh, I am, like, so competitive. But, like, (laughs) very internally. Like, I wouldn't, like, go out and, like, get mad and, like, push people over. Like, not like that. It's, like, I want to be the best. Yeah. 
like personally and I want to be better than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> like Hunter knows. I'm like, are you more competitive than Hunter? Because I picture him as pretty competitive. With soccer, I'm very competitive. Dang. But I took a break like you Mm -hmm. for like seven months. I didn't play soccer. And I just started playing again. And I've been trying to be like, this is for fun. Like, you don't have to be the best. It's okay if there's like a girl that's better than you on the field. Yeah. And like, this is just for fun. We're all adults. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's weird that it's so hard to just enjoy it. Yeah. And not, like, think about, oh, I'm, like, it'll keep me active and help me stay fit. And, like, I've thought about doing um, volleyball just through the local gym here. I think that would be really fun. But one of my first thoughts, like, automatically with that is I would lose weight. Because I'd be being more active, like a high school athlete again. Not quite that level, but my like instant thought Yeah. with that. Oh, there's a possibility to lose weight here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have a thought. Okay. I feel like I've been working out just to get smaller and like lose weight. That's just been my mindset with working out. Yeah. So I took a break like you did and I got a treadmill for Christmas and I've always wanted to run a mile quickly. I'm going to try to focus on like what my body can do. So like pushing my body to run a fast mile versus focusing on how it looks like as I'm going through the process of it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, like setting yourself a goal that has nothing to do with getting smaller or changing your body. Mm-hmm. It's focused on achieving something. Yeah. Pushing your body to the limit. To the limits. Yeah. <laughs> I think that sounds awesome. You yeah. got a treadmill and it's here? Yeah. Where? It's in Hunter's office. Oh. It's like a small one and you can fold down the, like the handlebar and then oh. you can like slide it under your bed it's oh tiny. dang yeah. that's nice yeah that'll be fun my mom got a treadmill a couple years ago oh don't you have a walking treadmill yeah for under my desk yeah because i work from home but i have it's a it's just another thing that i'm like i have a, an, an unhealthy relationship with. <laughs> like another thing for me to feel bad about <laughs> yeah not using it yeah And when I do use it, I'm like, I got it because I saw all over TikTok. So I have a standing desk. I work from home full time. I have a standing desk and I have a um, like walking pod treadmill that just slides under the desk. And I got it because on TikTok, I kept seeing these girls of like um, how much weight I've lost after walking on my treadmill while I work. And it was like all these before and afters and it was inspiring and it was so cool. And I found one for a really good deal on Facebook Marketplace and I was super excited to lose weight. And um, when was this? Probably last year, like probably around this time last year, like November, October, November. And I did use it for a while and I have used it a lot, but honestly, it's just not realistic to like practical. Yeah, it's not practical. To be like walking while I my job is a lot of typing and yeah it sounds horribly <laughs> difficult and I was like sweating <laughs> you have to put on like workout clothes so I would be like I could either wear my PJs all day and work or I could put on workout clothes tennis shoes pull the treadmill out and sweat yeah. all day yeah so I'm like I'll just go on a walk after work yeah which I still don't do (laughs) so we actually just put the it was a big day we just put the treadmill in storage that was a big day for you (laughs) were you like happy about it or how did you oh I was sad because I I just felt like a failure Mm -hmm. um and Michael had asked me a couple times 
to put it in storage because it's just this clunky thing and we live with my parents right now and we have all of our stuff in yeah. our bedroom yeah including our huge standing desk our bed um now we have a dog kennel in there so like it's just stuffed in there mm-hmm. and your food storage <laughs> <laughs> we do have a mini fridge in there okay so, <laughs> um all of our cans of food are in there <laughs> they're preppers <laughs> I'm embarrassed about it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, so it was, it, was, it was just in the way. It would take up space. We'd trip over all the time. And so I finally said yes the other day when we made a storage trip. I said, okay. Because that was like giving in. Like no. admitting to myself that I wasn't going to use no. it. Well, it's like a weight off your shoulders. Like you don't yeah, have to worry true. about it anymore. That's true. Because I would feel guilty yeah. every day that yeah. I didn't use it. But then I would feel like a million bucks on the days that I did. I hope this treadmill doesn't feel like make me feel like garbage, too. <laughs> I don't think it will because you won't feel like... I mean, it is different having a treadmill actually in your house because then it's so easy to make yourself feel bad for not using it when it's there versus, like, the gym. It's easy to talk yourself out of not going to the gym and, like, feel less bad. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but my mom still, like, struggles with that. We actually had, like, a, a moment on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. Um, I don't know if I want to share this, but I want to tell you. She made funeral potatoes. You know what those are? Yeah. She made those for our Christmas Eve dinner. And probably, like, ten times throughout the day. Like, while she was making it, after it was made, and while we were eating it, and after we finished eating it, she made she kept making this comment. I feel like I should be arrested for child abuse because the potatoes have like cream and cheese and like they're just so full of like really calorie dense stuff. Mm-hmm. And she just kept saying throughout the day, I feel like I should be arrested for child abuse. This is so bad. I can't believe I'm feeding this to my children. And then we also have a weird tradition that I didn't realize was weird until like this year, but we get a box of cereal every year. Mm-hmm. and a loaf of white bread <laughs> because throughout the years my mom would never let us eat sugary cereal or white bread uh-huh so we would get it as a present on christmas oh my goodness every and we still, still? get it yeah do you does she still not have sugar cereal in the house no we don't have sugar white bread cere- no well we have white bread now um because it's the only bread that my brother will eat he's very picky but um yeah so in my she did baskets this year instead of stocking so in my basket i got a box of trick cereal and a loaf of white bread that's crazy isn't that crazy yeah she knows i'm doing this podcast does she listen no no one in my family has listened does she know what it's about (laughs) yeah but i don't think she knows the extent of it and how much um i I don't blame my mom for anything. I blame society. I don't think it's my mom's fault that she thinks the way she thinks. I think she was conditioned to think that way. Mm -hmm. And I also don't know where the line is between feeding your kids a healthy diet, but also not encouraging like eating disorders in them or like not restricting too much. Like 
I'm not a mom. I don't know how, I don't know the right way to do it and raise your kids to have healthy relationships with food. So, like, I don't blame her for any of this. Mm -hmm. She was just trying to feed her kids a healthy diet, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just have had this stuff on my mind a lot more since starting this podcast. And it's been crazy seeing and hearing all these comments literally everywhere. Like, in shows that I'm watching that I've watched before that I love. Like, Gilmore Girls has so much comments about female bodies. Mm -hmm. and like the preference towards a smaller body and um it's just sad hearing it from my mom and it's always been that way she's always been so like I don't know I don't know the right word but it's just always it's a part of my life with her and yeah yeah it's interesting how much comments like that pop out even though they've like we've been around them for so long but we just haven't recognized it or noticed it yeah but now we are and it's crazy how much they've impacted us yeah without even noticing it's is it any wonder that we're like duh we're like this (laughs) of course we are like of course we struggle with these things we've literally like in every aspect of life from our coaches to the shows we watch to the people we hang out with and like growing up with social media it's like of course we struggle with these things yeah and it's so normal yeah. to struggle with them. And it's normal to not realize you struggle with them, yeah, too. Yeah, it's normal to not talk about it. Everyone's going through it and no one yeah. thinks about it because it's yeah. just everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and it's only okay to talk about it after you've, like, healed from it. Yeah. Because then it's like, I'm not in the thing anymore. Like, I accomplish this great task. Like, I don't know. I'm not struggling with it. Anymore. Yeah, I'm not struggling anymore. I love my body now. But if some, like, I feel like it's a lot more taboo to it openly admit that you are struggling mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Yeah, who, I've never heard anyone openly admit that they're struggling with it. No. And even like body positive influencers and stuff, they're all like, I don't want to say healed, but they all act as if they're healed. And, like, recovered from their thoughts and struggling with those thoughts. None of them are, like, I still struggle with wanting to lose weight or still, like, mm-hmm. you know. Do you think that's true? I don't know that if I they're, can like, say. they're, like, completely healed? <laughs> I feel like, for me personally, it's going to take a long time and a lot of intentional effort to be able to be fully healed because this has been my whole life. I've had these thoughts for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. And so for me personally, I'm like, mm, I don't know. But I don't know like any, I don't know enough about them to yeah. be able to make that call. But it is suspicious. It is suspicious. <laughs> well, we found a couple of articles that we thought were really interesting. We ended up just Googling how to have a healthy relationship with exercise. And we found some good stuff that we wanted to share. Really great stuff. Yeah. Should I read the bullet points I wrote down? Yeah. Let me... So this first one is an article from UCAN school. I don't know what school that is. But um, it's called Develop a Healthy Relationship with Exercise. It was posted by Dawn. Thank you, Dawn. On February 20th. Donnie. Shout out to Dawn. And I'll just read a little bit of the ex- the like the preface that they have. It says, does exercise feel like punishment? Something you do because the media tells you it's healthy? Or something you feel like you must do to burn off the extra calories you ate last night? You no longer have to feel that way towards exercise. Keep reading to find different ways to begin the journey to healing your relationship with exercise. 
If you've noticed you don't really like how you feel about physical activity, here are some initial steps you can take to work on healing your relationship towards exercise and fitness. And then it gives some tips. What are the tips? Tip number one is focus on reframing exercise, calling it movement instead of exercise, working out. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting because like, especially growing up as athletes, we think of um, exercise as (laughs) in a in a way, like sometimes it was used as punishment if we didn't play well or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it has a very negative connotation with being like really exhausting, really hard. Just pushing yourself so Yeah, hard. yeah. And like we used to have to run, do the pacer test if we were late to practice. We would have to do the pacer mm-hmm. and get to a certain level. Mm-hmm. So That is interesting. I didn't think of that. Yeah. That it's used as punishment. Yeah. Which, like, is that child abuse? Probably. <laughs> or is it okay because it's sports? sports? Yeah. I don't know. Like, we <laughs> had a practice one time that was five hours long. He held us in that gym for five hours. <laughs> Did we get food? Did he feed us lunch? I don't think... I think we could bring food. You could bring food. <laughs> no. Optional. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> Five hours of yeah. working out really hard. Was that a part of Hell Week? That was Hell... Yeah, Hell Week was like five hours every day. Every day. For five days. In the summer, when we're like young kids that are supposed to be having fun. Yeah, not working out till we throw up. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Even my coach, I had a coach that I loved in lacrosse, and he's still like one of my favorite people of all time, but even... In, in the middle of a game, I remember one time we weren't playing well, and so he called a timeout and made us do sprints. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love him so much, <laughs> but he was so mad at us this one day, and yeah, timeout, run sprints. Oh my goodness. In the goodness. middle of a game. That's crazy. Yeah, punishment. Yeah, like, you have to be in running shape to, like, play these sports, like, basketball yeah you have to be able to run yeah why does it have to be a punishment yeah why can't it just be like a workout true like for your benefit yeah why do we have to be punished in during during (laughs) high school sports (laughs) yeah like it's competitive like why can't just like losing be enough to like to fuel you motivation yeah like why why am i having to run the pacer Every time I'm late, which I mean, I wasn't late often, (laughs) but I was late enough to remember this. And (laughs) I told you this, I had one day that I, I went home after school and I took a nap (laughs) (laughs) and I woke up late (laughs) and I was going to, I was late to practice. Like practice had started and I wasn't there yet. So I texted my coach and I said, I'm so sorry. I'm running late. Something came up with my mom. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to get out of running the stupid pacer for being late so and he said it's okay don't worry about it and i didn't have to run and no questions no questions <laughs> asked i knew he wouldn't ask and if he asked like he wouldn't ask my mom are you okay like yeah. that's too personal yeah. so i probably would have told my mom though like yeah i just lied to my coach if he approaches you <laughs> this is what you say <laughs> don't panic i just feel like he would I my thinking was that he wouldn't want to press, and I was right. Yeah, <laughs> it worked beautifully. That's awesome. Got out of the run in that pacer. <laughs> 
but I was definitely late another time and I couldn't use the same excuse. (laughs) It's only good for one time. You should have tried it. That would have been funny. (laughs) Another thing came up with my mom. (laughs) Again. He's like, okay, we need to talk. What's going on with your mom? Oh, and he pulled me aside at practice that day and asked if everything was okay. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, we'll be okay. Yeah. We'll be okay. okay. (laughs) We'll make it. I love that. Yeah, if you need an excuse to get out of something, just blame your mom. your mom. Yep. (laughs) Sorry, we got him. Yep. So anyways, that tip is good. And I thought it was interesting. I've heard people call it movement, but I never really thought about calling it movement rather than exercise. And so I've been thinking about it a lot, actually, since we first talked about this, of like trying to find ways of how can I move my body today? And then it's like, it puts a positive light on it mm-hmm. instead of how can I exercise today or how can I work out today? Yeah. So it takes the pressure off of like having to sweat and like, go super hard like taking a walk playing just dance yeah or even yoga yeah yoga is movement and exercise yeah you don't have to get all sweaty yeah 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 (laughs) amen amen brother okay next one yeah practice mindful movement how you feel not how you look no judgment it's how you feel it's okay these were very quick notes I took from <laughs> what we were reading. So they're a little choppy. <laughs> Can you read it again? Practice mindful movement. It's how you feel, not how you look. No judgment. It's how you feel. It's okay. <laughs> Just all of the most positive things I yeah. can think of. Oh, I actually think I wrote down something about this. Oh, like you were saying something about not judging yourself. Yeah. About- Like, if it's, like, too hard or something, don't judge yourself for that. Is that what you were saying? Oh, the gym. The gym is so busy. Here in Utah, we only have a few gyms, and I guess working out is really popular here. So the gyms are packed all hours of the day. I've been in the morning, the middle of the day, I've been in the evening. They're all just, it's slammed. You're always waiting for equipment. And it just stresses me out so much, and I wasn't able to I stopped enjoying working out because it was this huge ordeal having to go and wait for machines and like keep an eye on people's machines and like jumping up as soon as they're done or people like constantly coming up to me and asking me if I'm done with the machine Mm -hmm. just started stressing me out so much and I I um, suffered with anxiety and I just couldn't get myself to go anymore and I've been feeling a lot of guilt it's one of the reasons I stopped working out like seven months ago it's because my anxiety couldn't do it anymore and um I really liked this tip because it's like don't feel bad for how you feel it's just like there's no reason for me to feel guilty for something being hard for me or not being able to go to the gym anymore I just need to find something that I do enjoy and it's okay that I'm I don't like going to the gym right now yeah there's something else out there yeah and on social media I feel like that's the main way people work out is like at the gym Mm -hmm. that's like what's shown but you can work out you can move your body however you want to like yeah movement is movement yeah 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 and like the the all the fitness influencers are yeah they're they're like it's it puts pressure on you to work out 
the way everyone else is working out. Yeah, because that's what all the... I mean, that's how you get the dream body, according to all the influencers, mm-hmm. and how you get their bodies by lifting weights and building muscle and building your metabolism, whatever. And so it's hard to feel like a walk is enough. Or for me, I have a weird relationship with yoga because I wouldn't feel like I did a killer workout at the end of yoga. So I'd be like, I kind of want to just do yoga today, but I can't do yoga every day. And it's like, why not? I should be able to do yoga every day. Yeah. Yoga's hard. Oh my gosh, yeah. When I'm actually doing it, I'm like, <laughs> dang, I suck at this. Okay, next one? Yeah. Alleviate, maybe this was part of the last one, but the next line says alleviate stress rather than amplify stress. So like what you're doing. Oh, it was like explore forms of movement that you personally enjoy. Did you put that on there? I Yeah. I As put, a different bullet point? Yeah. Okay, so they put in this... Movement has four main tenets. Number one, choose movements that rejuvenate rather than exhaust or deplete. Choose movement that enhances the mind-body connection. Choose movements that alleviate stress rather than amplify it. And choose movements that provide genuine enjoyment and pleasure. So yeah, finding my boyfriend and I are really into rock climbing. And that's a that's a hard workout. It's a it's definitely intense. And I would feel guilty if I just went rock climbing in a day and I didn't lift weights, which is crazy. Do you want to just read it since you have it up? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Tip number three, explore forms of movement that you personally enjoy. It's okay if your friend loves running, but you hate it. It's also okay if your sister loves going to the gym, but you'd rather work out outside. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. You don't have to stick to the same cookie cutter thing that everyone is doing just because it supposedly gets results. Mm-hmm. Or it says, check in with yourself. Do you like the forms of exercise you choose to engage in? Why or why not? What other forms of physical activity have you been curious to try? What physical activity have you been curious <laughs> to try? <laughs> I don't know. None, really. <laughs> I, I really like playing soccer. Yeah. That's really fun for me. Yeah. I think that's so fun, too, because you're, like, getting out and being social at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't talk to anybody. <laughs> I'm there to play soccer. I'm in and out. Not even your team? No. Oh, okay. I got blinders on. I'm... It's Lexi versus everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean business when I'm playing soccer. <laughs> yeah, I think a big thing, like we talked about, is weightlifting. It's really pushed in media right now, and um, it's okay if you don't like it. You don't have to lift weights and I I mean I personally I love lifting weights and I wish the gym wasn't so packed because I would love to get back into it but it's okay that I can't right now um I would really love to get more into rollerblading we bought all this stuff for it I know we literally have pads <laughs> helmet yeah we need to do that yeah I found my rollerblades we went like one time didn't we yeah at a park it was fun. Dang, that was like forever ago. Yeah, it was in the summer and it was a good time. Yeah, I'd like to do that more. I've also always wanted to be to swim more for working out. It intrigues me. Swimming's fun. Yeah. I've never done it as like like doing the laps. No. No. Me neither. Should we do that? No, no, actually. <laughs> we could try it. I'm not very good at swimming. You're not? I like I, I just like doggy paddle, but my head's above the water the whole time. 
Really? Yeah. Like, I'm swimming to survive. (laughs) (laughs) Did you do swimming lessons as a kid? No. Oh. I I wish. (laughs) They were just scared of water. (laughs) (laughs) No, they would, like, throw those little ring things in the deep end. And so we were learning how to, like, swim in the deep end. Uh And you'd have to swim to the bottom and get the ring and bring it back. I don't know. How do you, like, plug your nose? Do you have to, like, have a constant exhale out of your nose so the water doesn't you just hold you just hold your breath you don't do anything but when i hold my breath and i go under the water water gets up my nose and so i have to plug my nose like even if you're just under and not i'm not breathing i'm just like holding my breath the water gets in my nose right and it bothers you like it's yeah that uncomfortable water in your nose feeling yeah i don't know then that doesn't happen to me really yeah but you're not, you don't, like, exhale? No, I do if I, like, want to. I'll have to try it again. Maybe I've never, like, not... I'll teach you how to swim. Plug my nose underwater. <laughs> yeah, teach me how to swim. Yeah, I've never had to plug my nose underwater. I've always had to plug Even my if nose. I'm, like, doing flips or doing crazy <laughs> parkour really? or anything. Yeah, parkour. I don't, yeah, jumping in, diving. I don't have to plug my nose. You're just bragging now. <laughs> I don't have to plug my nose when I dive. I don't have to plug my nose when I do a somersault. I don't have to plug my nose when I cannonball. <laughs> cannonball. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't have to plug my nose. <laughs> um, okay. Tip number four. Peel back the layers and figure out your why. And this one actually had a really interesting tip in it. It says, get curious about your why. If you notice, it's mostly for external reasons. For example, weight loss or gain, burning calories, and making your body look a certain way. Dig deeper. What am I hoping to experience if I reach these these external goals? Are those things I can choose to experience now, regardless of whether my body changes in those ways? Yeah. I love that question. What's the question? Excuse me? (laughs) I just heard a statement. I didn't hear a question. Um, Find your why. Oh, find your why. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what am I hoping to experience if I reach these goals? And are those things I can choose to experience now? Mm-hmm. I just love that. Like, it, it really makes you think, like, I've been chasing something my whole life. I've been chasing skinny my whole life. And it's like, why? What am I hoping to get out of it? What am I hoping to experience? What do I picture my life being like when I get to that point? Yeah, like what don't you have right now that you would have if you were, did have like this body ideal? Yeah. And like how do you fill that void Yeah. now? Yeah, and I, thinking about it right now, the only thing that really comes to mind is just confidence. Like I would just die to be I would give up so much (laughs) if it meant I could just like just have I would just love to be just confident and it's like why why have I told myself that I have to wait to look a certain way to be able to feel that Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that that's my favorite point yeah that bullet point I also I was listening to a podcast and they were saying You can have, like, a workout routine, like, let's say you work out for 30 minutes, and then you eat really healthy, but your mindset is, oh, I'm trying to get skinnier, then your lifestyle is unhealthy, but you can have the exact same, like, workout and, like, eat healthy, and then 
have a different mindset, but you're healthy. Does that make sense? A horrible way of explaining no. it. <laughs> it's like your intentions behind it. Yeah, exactly. Like two people can do the exact same workout routine, but one has a healthy mindset and one doesn't. Yeah. It's just your intention. Yeah. And it's the same with food. Like you always hear people can eat the same exact thing and look different. But I really liked when you brought this up because it's like two people can have the exact same diet and one is unhealthy and one is not. And it's just their mindset for that diet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other thoughts on that one, Lexi? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Do you? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we actually are all out of time for today. We could talk about this stuff forever. And we will. And we will. We had so much planned. We had like three articles we wanted to go into, <laughs> but we are out of time. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye.